I guess I should put out there what we're doing here. Low expectations. Low expectations, take two. Take two. This is where we're at uh, on take two. Gary. Dude, I never know how to dress when I, when I come to your studio. Is it too hot in here? I, I always wear layers because this is like one of the things I do. You always wear layers no matter where you go. Okay. Well, so that way, like if you're hot, you can take something off. The problem, like sometimes your I, studio is real cold, but it's pretty warm today. Do you need me to bump the heat down? I'm going to be all right. I'll I can. So I try to instill this into my daughters. They could care less. They don't care. About wearing layers? Wearing layers or being prepared. Like if you're going to drive in a snowstorm, right? You should probably bring an extra coat. I'm really bad at that stuff though. Or bring do a you shovel. you do that? Yeah. You throw a shovel. Like if you're driving in snow, you throw a shovel. Yeah. I do sometimes. Yeah. I usually don't dress warm enough because I'm like, ah, I don't need to get out of my car. And then, you know, something yeah. happens and then all of a sudden I do need to get like out of my car. Like that accident on 80, that's <clears> terrible. <throat> what was that? 81 or 83? That most recent accident? I don't know. Like the pileup from the snow squall? Just recently. Just a, yeah, yeah. Like a few days ago. Okay. That's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Well, a couple of people died in that accident, I think, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I probably am not as prepared uh, when I'm just off duty as I should be. Uh, but when you're on duty, you're when prepared. When I'm on duty. Oh, yeah. No, I do. I, I say that up. sarcastically because you're like, when I'm on, I'm on. Like, you sound like. <laughs> no, I'm like saying. You're, like, you're pounding your chest. Oh, I'm prepared when I'm working. <laughs> no, I'm always s- ready to protect the people. What I'm saying is that I <laughs> dress in layers because I hate being cold. I always have my beanie with me. Yeah. Like if I'm working in the cold. Well, we have bald heads to it. Yeah, dude, I can't. I don't know what I'm going to do this summer because my, my head's going to burn. And we don't, have, we don't have any type of covers. Like we don't have those cool crush caps or we have those big, giant, round pancake Ooh, hats. That's ugly. So I don't know. They're, they're really ugly, but, yeah, but how much are you out of your car? Really? It, it doesn't, if you get, if you get caught <laughs> out, if you get caught out, you're done. Yeah. You're going to get burned burn. to a crisp. Just I burn. Well, it. if you're prepared, bring some sunblock. I hate wearing sunblock on my head. It's real greasy, uh, right? I, and my head's already greasy. So it just, it becomes like an oil field up there. It's just like, like, it's real good for leather. So in my, <laughs> like throughout the day. Like I'll pull my wallet out and I'll just rub it on my head because it gives it like a cool patina. <laughs> or I'll take like a wallet that I'm going to sell and I'll just rub it on my head and it gets like a real cool patina. I, I bet people that buy your wallets are really happy to know that you're rubbing oil, your, your yeah. oil from your head on their wallets. People love the patina of leather. So when you say patina, what does that mean? I don't I really know. know what that I means. just hear people using it. So it's like a change of color, I guess. Okay. I mean, you do have a fancy computer in your I studio. Like, you can probably like, look it up. I like how you're throwing out this term as a person who works with leather. And like a leather actually, masterman. You actually don't even know what it means. I yeah, feel it's like, like the change of color. It like changes the color. It like, like patina on brass. It turns it like, or copper. It turns it like, it okay. changes the color of it. Okay. Yeah. Ages? Good, good ages maybe? Ages it. Gives it some, uh, some character. Rustic character. Oh, that's a good description. Rustic character. Um, you seem like you enjoyed saying those two words. Yeah. Well, they go together. Well, let me try it. Rustic character. You said it terribly. <laughs> no, there was a good pause. There was a good effect. pause. A good pause for effect. Um, so how are you, how are you doing? How are you doing, Gary? How are you doing, bro? I can call you bro. I know I'm not a biologist, but I'm pretty sure you're a male. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My goodness. How do you know what a male is anymore? Oh, no, it's, is? It is super confusing. Yeah. You need to be a doctor. 
you need to have a doctorate in uh, biology now, I guess. Or yeah. could maybe you can just have like a uh, uh, just a master's in it in yeah. biology. I I guess. I, I mean, can you even say if it's sunny out or if it's raining outside? If we're not a meteorologist, there's a lot of confusion. A lot of confusion. Remember in Kindergarten Cop, where that kid. I don't know if I've ever even yeah. seen. It's Arnold Cop. Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Why? He's like the teacher, and okay. then there's a little kid. He goes, "Boys have penises and girls have vaginas." Like he gets it. He's like a kindergartner. Well, he he got it. Yeah, my own my kids get it. But a Supreme Court justice nominee is not quite sure how to can't, answer that. Can't not sure how to answer it. That's scary. It is scary. But anyways, how how are you doing, man? I'm. How are you doing for real? Not don't give me like a hey. I'm on a podcast episode. I'm on. You know, low, low expectations. Take two. I'm gonna give a a canned answer here. How how are you doing? How are you really doing? That's what I want to know. That's good radio right there. A lot of pausing. No, man, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. All right, and, dude. If I had problems, I'm not gonna air it out on the airways. <laughs> this isn't like a counseling session, although sometimes it feels like it is. Yeah, and it, it actually is therapeutic for me to chat with you. Well, because you entertain me and you. You bring joy to my heart. Um, I'm glad you said that. I, I don't really know how that happens, but uh, the therapeutic side of it. Yeah. It's funny you should mention that because that kind of is a great segue into something I wanted to hit on right at the top of the episode, which was recently I just recorded the live quarter one live episode for my patrons and Dr. John Churchville. Yes. And Professor Tony Bruno, I know you know Churchville, you don't know Professor Bruno, I don't believe. I do not. But they're part of the criminal uh, justice program at Lancaster Bible College. They were on, uh, and we recorded a live episode for patrons only. It went, it was really good. The main, the main point of the episode was to talk about the disconnect between law enforcement and the communities in which they serve, or law enforcement and academia. And um, so it was a really good discussion. And then my favorite part of the discussion was Professor Bruno, who grew up in Philadelphia, um, you know, had had some interactions with the police, uh, both as a kid that he shared and as an adult, uh, he shared some of those interactions and stuff. And I was, you know, we were able to have a conversation about them. He was able to talk about how they affected him. I was able to bring some context to some of those situations, like maybe what the police were thinking, what they were doing, how they were uh, proceeding and, and why they did certain things. Um, I mean, looking back, I wish I would have said a whole lot more about some of those things. But he, he actually, you know, I, I think that meant something to him. I know it meant something to him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, um, so it was just it was a it was a cool thing. I don't think people like realize those live episodes are really, really cool. And they're for my patrons. And you have to be a patron to watch. You it, have to be a or patron. To listen to it. So one thing I was thinking about is I should, I should let you in on those. Because you're basically like a co-host here or an or a, a ongoing guest on the podcast. I should start uh, giving you the links to those uh, patron-only episodes. Or so I could you just can hear become a patron, maybe be a good I, example. No, but see, I feel like you shouldn't become a patron. You've already you've given so much. Oh, to the podcast, so already. much sacrifice over here. <laughs> it is funny though. It's a cross someone has to bear, buddy. 
<laughs> well, yeah, that's it, terrible. It, it, it probably it, it, no. it is. It is a. It is. There a is a disc. There seems. I don't know any academic people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know them personally. Right. But from what I read, which, I mean, to be honest, like it's probably not that like in depth. But what I do see, like, there's a huge disconnect. There's almost a hatred between academia and the police. Not not the police against academia, but academics against police. Yeah. I think it's a one-way hatred. Right. But maybe that's me assuming things, which is probably most likely the case. Right. I would, I would imagine it's a very small minority who is not going to speak up for, I would think, obvious reasons that they support the police. Anybody in the academic world, it would be hard or difficult uh, for them to say, it's definitely not popular. Right, right, right. It's a very unpopular thing. Yeah. So those are some of the things we talked nice. about. And it was like a that would real, be interesting. It was a really good conversation. I bet. Um, and when we got done with it, I was like, man, I, this, this would have been a great actual just episode that was out there for the public. But hey, that's what the patrons get. Yeah, patrons get the perks, you know? They should. And, and uh, it's, it's easy to do. It's let, you can become a patron for less than $5 per month. Dude, you can only buy like a quarter tank of gas right now for five dollars. Dude, it's unreal. <laughs> I filled I filled up recently. It was like four four twenty nine, I think, where I filled up. Yeah. It was like over seventy dollars to and my tank wasn't even completely empty. It's terrible. But whatever. It's unreal. It is unreal. It's too expensive. But yeah, I just I just wanted to put a plug in there for those live episodes for patrons there. So if you um, become a patron now. Do you get access yep. to the previous yep. ones? Well, that's a good deal. Yeah, you become a patron. There's five five patron-only episodes available right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do a new one each quarter. And they're, they're live. They're recorded live. And then my top-tier patrons, those patrons that give $10 or more per month, can actually engage live uh, in those episodes. Nice. You've actually done a live. You did a yeah. live with me. Yeah, we did a live. Uh, around Christmas last year. I have yeah. a terrible memory, so. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, there, there, it's, it's a really cool thing. Um, and I think people wouldn't enjoy them. I don't, I, I think maybe people don't really know what it is or what they're getting or, or what's the point of becoming a patron, but there's definitely perks to becoming a patron. So yeah. And it keeps this thing running. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it really does. I mean, some of the stuff I, I want to do and I'm continuing to try to do like those patrons are, yeah. are huge. So helps you Uber. Helps guess you Uber on. guess in. Um, yeah. So that's good. Become a patron. Yeah. Become a patron. Help out Anthony. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, just wanted to touch on that live episode right off the top and, uh, the, you know, (laughs) did you get any, did anyone reach out to you after low expectations take one regarding our, um, making fun of CrossFit people? Yeah. CrossFit people. Yeah. Okay, I believe CrossFit people are in very good shape, but mentally they appear very weak, <laughs> unstable. I mean, there was more like unhinged. Almost. There was more whining about. I mean, we talked about COVID stuff. We talked about all kinds of stuff. No one says anything about anything. All I have is CrossFit people reaching out to me, uh, whining about it. I just thought it was interesting. I think they're real mad at you. Like, I got, I got basically told that like. It was your thing. I was just kind of along for the ride and just kind of like poked you and kind of like, like, like 
helped that's, you helped you keep going, which is kind of what I do. I mean, that's like my that's my thing. That's my style. I get you going, or I'll keep you going. Um. Well, and to that end, you did you originally brought up your pet peeve being with uh, the um, jujitsu guys. So at Yusuf, I was at a training Monday, Tuesday with like all these like jujitsu guys right. who are doing use of force training and they're there and they're in this little huddle and like, I got this guy in this arm bar and then there was like a Kimura choker like, and they're like, I choked this guy out. This guy tapped me out and oh, uh, they're giggling and stuff. I'm like, these guys are like, so I walked to the mat and I did like one of their fancy rolls and I probably <laughs> pulled a back muscle and they're like, that was a pretty good roll, Gary. I was like, oh, I got some skills. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they were real. Those guys yeah. lived to roll, roll to those live. Guys, those guys don't roll to live. Those guys never, <laughs> never really, you know. Yeah, I don't know. They're hum- They're pretty humble dudes, though. But yeah, when most they, of them, when they get together, it's the same thing. Most of them can like completely destroy you. They'll put you in a pretzel. Yeah, like it, you know, you come, you you don't even know which way is up by the time you're right. done with one of and them. And you can't breathe, and then you're um, like. But and we did we did mention a little bit about the jujitsu guys on the last one, and none of them reached out. No, because they're but chill. the CrossFit guys, it yeah. was like man, I was. I pressing, bet they, they probably got buttons. better workouts because they were mad at themselves as athletes. <laughs> they're like, we got to work harder. Let's go, athletes. Let's work hard. So, but anyways, all that to say, all that to say, um, I I feel like we need to we need to we need to put some pet peeves out there every every uh, low expectations we need to put some pet peeves out there or uh you know really something we're annoyed by something we're annoyed by so it makes us terrible people to be honest but i like it like i'm okay um, with it i don't know yeah I, I i don't really know why i mean everyone gets annoyed by things um i think we're just normal normal uh dudes um so i know. guess yeah i mean i i i mean I personally, I got a problem. I love watching fail videos. Fail videos. Hilarious. It is super funny. Like watching people wipe out or, or you know, probably seriously injure themselves. Right. And I'm there laughing like a hyena. <laughs> and Lauren's like, you know, they're, it's, they're people too, right? They're people. Too. Well, she's just like, what is wrong with you? Like, right. I, I think it's hilarious. It, it's one of the few things, like I, most comedians don't make me laugh. Most sitcoms put me to sleep. Um. I find the humor dumb, uh, but watching people make really bad decisions right. and then carry those bad decisions through to a point where they're being injured. I don't know. It does something for, for my, uh, my humor. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but, um, like, like sports things like, so like, uh, like skateboarding, is that, is that something that cracks you up when skateboarders like rack? It can be like skateboarding, anything. skiing, uh, you know, whatever, someone walking. Right. And, and like um, on their phone, those are one of my favorites. They're walking on their phones and they run into a street sign. <laughs> <laughs> or or a CrossFit person who like, you know, falls at the gym. Because like, they're trying to, trying to jump up like 14 feet yes. in the air. Yeah. And, and what like are they called? Land, box jumps or something like that? Box jumps or something. Yeah. Box jumping in the box. Although I, was, <laughs> although I was told like a lot of CrossFit gyms don't call it the box anymore. Or, you know, one of the CrossFit guys said, we don't call our gym the box. I'm like, oh, okay, great. You know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, you got it wrong, Anthony. Yeah. So, anyways, but so who are we picking on for this episode? Here's what I got a problem with wearing another man's name on my back. It's not going to happen. Jerseys, <laughs> jerseys with other people's names on their back drives me insane. Like, I don't care if someone else does it, but like, I, I judge them. 
Like I think a certain thing about him. Oh, you know, whatever. Like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. That's your guy, right? right? Yeah. And you're a Jersey guy. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you I have will. jerseys. I, I have and jerseys, but I, I'm very. I don't wear them very. Usually, I'll wear them like maybe on a game day. Sure. Um, although, I'm quickly trying to decide if I even want to be part of NFL game day anymore. Really, dude, it's insane. Anyways, we're getting off track. What? Uh, I, I just don't like the idea of wearing someone else's name on my back. Yeah. What about the people who get the jersey, who buy the team jersey, and put their own name on their back, like they're on the team? Well, it, those are the same people who say, we're going to do this this year, or right. hey, we picked up this dude, or hey, we did this. Bro, you're right. sitting on your couch, or you're on the internet picking your fantasy football team, bro. Like, you're, you're not part of the team, man. In my defense. You're going to win $35 this year on fantasy football, or you're going to lose $35. Hey, I, I don't play fantasy football anymore when I did. I, my league, you, number one, you could pull 250 Two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, it was a pretty decent league. So I would, I, I won a couple times and pulled a couple hundred dollars. But um, now in my yeah, defense, and you wasted <clears throat> six hundred hours during the the football season. You know, you're you're saying this. Someone who has one of the most um, obsessive personalities that I know. Like when you when you oh, yeah. find something that you want to do, you get fixated on it. Yeah, but it's my thing. Oh, okay. But I can judge like, others for the things that they fixate on, but like, <laughs> I like my things. Um, I will say this. In my defense, I do have jerseys. I don't wear them very often. I think you make a valid point. It does seem pretty silly for a dude to be walking around with the name of another dude on his back. Especially a grown man. A grown like man. once you're 25, once you move out of your parents' house, like if you're 35 and still living in your parents' house for like, like a non-legit reason, like you just haven't like, what do you call that? Like spread your wings and flown. Okay. Like, okay, yeah, you're just living at your parents' place. Just mooching off. Yeah. Like okay. it's time to man up, take the Jersey off and go outside. Get, go, go get your own house. <laughs> go get your own apartment. Do, do something. Right. Right. That sounds super judgy, but I guess it is. Whatever. Uh, I, I think it's amusing. I think it's a valid point. Now I will say in my defense, as a Green Bay Packer fan, I am a part owner. I have it hanging on my wall down here I in the studio. Um, I have stock in the team. It's the only football team that you can buy stock in as a fan. So I'm a part owner. Do you think I get, it's actually I get real? Owner, it's real. I can't Do you sell have voting it. rights? Yeah. Well, nothing important. Oh. But I could get every year I get invited to uh, uh, the shareholders meeting. I get an email and I can go out to Green Bay and go to a shareholders meeting. And pay to be cool. in the meeting? <laughs> exactly. Pay, <laughs> pay to get myself out there. Pay to get yourself out there and get... <clears throat> hotel and to probably get in the venue right right and to vote on things that don't matter okay um but it's still it it's cool because no other team does it that is pretty cool. um i'm a shareholder i'm, I'm considered a part owner so you could um, say we i say and, we all the time when i'm talking about right. the packers now what i do think would be hilarious is to like just go to a game just throw in a suit and tie and just try to walk out on the field. And when they stop me, just be like, oh, hold on. Look at this piece of paper here. <laughs> I'm part owner here. <laughs> Let me on the field. I got to make some decisions yeah. here. Yeah. Um, now, a kid wearing a jersey, I'm okay with. Okay. Because it's like, it's, so it's like exciting. an adult male thing. Like an adult male putting the, man, the name of another man on their back is kind of just silly to you. Yeah, I don't okay. like it. I don't like uh, it. I, yeah, the other thing that's silly. I mean, I'll still be friends with somebody, but right. like, well, you're I might friends make, with me. I might make fun of them. You're friends with me. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. 
I brought this up at work one time and people were offended. Really? Like they were angry at me. And I was laughing and it was, it was super funny. People get really offended about really weird yeah. things. Um, but I, I think it's a valid point. It, 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 when you really break it down to the brass tacks, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a little weird. It's weird. It's a little weird. You're wearing another dude's name on your back. Do you think it's different if it's a female? I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I care. Um, <clears throat> Isn't that interesting? Like that probably makes me misogynistic and like. Uh, well, like when I was in high school, it was a big deal for the, the girls to wear their boyfriends. That's or the, a different story. That's your boyfriend. It's yeah. someone you're like connected to. You, like, yeah, you have no connection to this person. Right. You're like, you feel like you're part of the team. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're wearing the jersey and uh, giving more money to someone who literally needs no more money. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, it, it, for a jersey that's probably made in China point. anyway. It's a valid point. Right. Yeah. Right. That you're paying <clears throat> 6,000% more than what it was probably made for and yeah now the other interesting thing about sports that this came up when i was a sergeant back in seu that we started talking about where did booing come from like Ooh. think think about booing when you boo someone who who came up with that oh i bet that's european that's from europe Boo! from when we were back in the homeland before we kicked england out you know remember <laughs> we went to war with them a while back <laughs> Before we kick them out, that's probably where it came from. I bet it's European. It just seems such like an arbitrary thing to yell. Like someone you and 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 again, mainly grown men watching sports are Boo. who who are booing. It probably started in like politics. Okay. Or like I think it's is it is it the European Parliament? Like they have papers and when they get mad at someone who's it's matter. I'm probably getting this wrong, but like when they get, I'm pretty sure you're getting it. Instead wrong. of like clapping, okay. they would shake the papers, and the papers okay. go, and and that's how it would like. But that's not booing. No, I know, but I'm saying like that's something like that. Like it's something. It's some type of reaction. Okay. I think booing. maybe we. I think maybe we should bring booing into uh, these low expectations. Like if you say something, boo. I don't like. I'm just like boo. <laughs> It just, it, it, you know, I, I think it would what, startle someone, people. Though. Someone couldn't come up with something better to yell than boo. I mean, it sounds like it means. What's that? An anomatopoeia? Where it's, Dude, the word sounds You're, like uh, what it, the know. meaning of the word. I would need to consult with my way smarter wife to find <laughs> yeah, out what. That's probably not what it is. It's not a synonym, <laughs> that's for sure, or an antonym. <laughs> well, I know it's not that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what it is, uh, the word is spelled how it sounds. That's what you're saying. No, or sounds the way it sounds. The, no, sounds the way it, it sounds like it's meaning. Sounds like it's mean. No, yeah, I think. Boo sounds like, like what booing is. Okay. I think it sounds like how it's spelled. I think that's what you really want to be saying. That's not. If I wanted to say that, that's what I would have said, but that's not what I'm saying. Dude, I can't wait till, you know, we're going to go offline and we'll bring, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this next. The booing. The next low expectations. No, because what you're saying, you don't want to be saying what you're saying. There you want are, to be saying. No, no, no. There are words out there that when you say them, I'm trying to think of another example. Exactly. When you say the word, the meaning like corresponds with the way it sounds. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Okay. All right. I don't well, just don't know what it's called. We'll flesh it out. We're, I, I guess so I could get on Wikipedia, the internet man. right now. Like, no, it just makes I, for terrible radio. That's yeah, the problem. Because, you know, I got to like chicken 
peck my keyboard here. Yeah, and then you hear the out. clicks. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So, all right. Well, yeah. All right. So, so jerseys. Guys, guys, guys that wear jerseys. Guys that wear jerseys. Not Look, girls that wear jerseys. I, no, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Interesting. I think. I, mean, I wouldn't let my wife do it. <clears throat> Ooh, when I said that, that that's, that's going to get me some hate. Now, would I would you, ask my wife to not do that. But she would wouldn't you, do it anyway. She would never, she wouldn't wear a jersey. It's would just, you let your wife wear a jersey with your name on it? Uh, no, because I don't do anything. Like, if. But your name, if like, my just son, like your, your last name, wearing a jersey that says low on it. No, I don't want my, my name out there like that. <laughs> but you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows. But they don't know who I am. Like, if, if most of the people listening to this saw me, they would have no clue who I am. <clears throat> Which is interesting because I, I was I was going to ask you um, if if you take a photo with me tonight, like if we, I don't take selfies, but I'll take a selfie with you to promote this. Episode. Can we get your wife to take a picture of us? That way we don't have to say we got a selfie taken. Because I don't really like selfies. I don't know. When's the first time you ever saw someone give you a, or take a selfie of themselves? I don't. I can't remember. I remember it like it was yesterday. Really? Yep. I'm it's on, one of the. I think selfies is one of the worst things that's happened to. Yes. See, I mean, this is a, another pet peeve, that's man. An exact, we that's an exaggeration. Oh, we should. Oh, look at me! And you got to hold it the right angle, right? It's got to be mm -hmm. up and a, up and above, so oh, that this, we don't have the double chin me, and the fat face. This like, gave me a great idea for another thing that we can bring up on another. Well, we're already uh, on it. <clears throat> well, this is a are, very. Are you okay? You literally a, have cleared your throat a thousand times. I don't know. Do you need a Ricola or something? <laughs> like, take, a, take break. a sip of water. Like, here's the deal: drink some water, change your socks. You're going to be all right. <laughs> Here we go with your pithy sayings. Well, that's how you fix things. You drink um, water, change your socks. You're complaining about something, something's going on, you got a headache, drink water, change your socks. These are the socks. pithy sayings that right. uh, a mutual friend told me about yeah, that you like to do. That is We'll get back to selfies. We'll do selfies next, next time. Right. I, I got some thoughts on selfies. So that gives me a, a little while to think about. Yes. And come up with a, with a, do some show prep, as, as they say in the business. Yeah. Show prep. On selfies. Yeah. Um, My show prep is... Dude, spot on this is why it's called low expectations yeah. i think i think we started talking about this episode like yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> like hey what are we doing well you texted me like four days ago or you emailed me or something and said hey do you have any ideas and i just blew you off because i didn't exactly yeah, i had some ideas but i didn't i didn't like flesh them out yeah and then i forgot and then i still didn't flesh any ideas out well whatever here we are so well, we talked, but, we did, we did good. We came up with like, can you define a woman? That was one of our topics. Uh, not, no, it wasn't. Really? I just broke that out. I just decided I was going to call you dude at some point and then say, I can call you dude. That's even all you do is say dude on this thing. Well, that's what we're told. Um, but yeah, uh, a mutual friend talked to us about, or talked to me about how you have some pithy sayings and that was one of them. Yeah. I don't think that they're pithy though. Well, I don't know, even know what pithy means, but um, yeah, you don't either. I would say pithy, if I had to define it, would be like short. Is this and, an actual I definition mean, or is this I'm, is just what a, you're I'm making up? Kind of like of what head. the rest of the world does now, right? You come up with a word and you just change the <laughs> you definition. Just, of it. It just, nothing just, means anything anymore. You just say whatever. Here, let me look. I'll look this oh, up. Oh, you're doing it. Pithy, uh, concise and forcefully expressive. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so so one of our mutual friends, he would probably love a shout out. Should we give him a shout out or no? Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Walls. Yeah, he uh, he hit me up. He's, He's like, another fellow uh, leather maker. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he you and him get together a lot and yeah. do this leather stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he he uh, he was talking to me about. It. He's like, hey, you know those sayings Lowe has? 
And I I couldn't really think of anything you say. So maybe this is something you don't you don't say much. He's about. a thinker though. Yeah. Like he, we're not. Like he's a thinking kind of guy. Like he processes things where we just like blurt them out and we don't really we, we vomit things out of our <laughs> mouths. That's what we do. Right. But he he brought up that specific saying about drink water, change your socks. Yeah. If you're having yeah. a bad day. Right. Well, anything. anything. Like if, if someone's complaining, to, like it's mostly my family. Okay. Um, and if they if say complaining, complaining about something or one of the kids is like, Hey, I want, you know, whatever. Hey, drink water, change your socks. And right. what does that mean? Like when you say that, what does that mean? So, so when I was in the military, that was like one of the things like drink water, like, like as if drinking water fixes everything, right? It fixes a lot. I think it does too, which is not that you're a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just. Drink water, change your socks. Cause like there's nothing better than fresh socks. So if you're in the field and you're out and you're getting all wet and stuff, there's something about changing your socks and putting on a fresh pair of socks that like your world, your, your mood completely changes. Right. That is true. Like now that you put me on the spot, I'm kind of thinking this through. That's why I say it. Cause like yeah. I remember back in the day when you change your socks after like a long road march or like in the middle of a road march, or, like a 50 mile road march, you change your socks in the middle of it or three times during that right episode or whatever yeah you change your socks and it feels it, it changes your mood right no it's a it's a it's a good point i think i have i think i have a uh i have specific sayings that i use but they don't they don't have that much thought or or pithiness behind them yeah um like a lot of times if if my kids are complaining or bringing something up i just say duly noted i like that Duly noted. Like, hey, I hear I'm, what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. And uh, basically, duly noted, no. It's just another way of saying no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, my son, uh, you know, when he was like three, Lauren told him to do something and he said, duly noted to her. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> duly that noted, go? mom. How'd that go for him? Uh, I think Lauren laughed. So right, I got to take a layer off. Yeah. Here. It is warm down here. Do you want me to shut it? No, dude, I'll be shirtless by the end here. Dude, <laughs> please, that did I tell you not. I got in trouble one time for taking off my shirt at work? No. Dude, so this is like the heart of the pandemic where everything's like locked down, nothing. Like, okay. I think they sent us home for a week at a time. Like, I only got one week off, but like they were rotating guys through a week off. Right. Upstairs. Yeah. Through the whole department, really. Yeah, I think this was, I think it was that time. It was definitely COVID. So nobody's around. There's no like support staff. It's just like detectives that aren't needed. And I was like, I'm going to work shirtless. So I had my hat on because it was cold. It was, the, I think it was the middle of summer, but it was cold because the air conditioning was, was on. So I had my hat on. I took my shirt off and I'm just sitting at my desk, like working, like typing. And finally started, people started like realizing what was going on. <laughs> So like, I mean, the court systems shut down, everything shut everything down, shut right? Down. Everything slowed down um, to include cases coming in. I mean, it was just like, let's bang out paperwork. We're doing zero things. So anyway, so I took my shirt off and my partner took a picture of me and then like he went and got other people and they came over and they thought it was super funny. And like the big bosses like laughed. So I thought it was like a funny thing. So like a week later I did it again. And one of the bosses comes over or finds out that I'm working shirtless again and it, and like listen i don't have a crossfit body all right so like i have like a like a dad bod 
So I'm working shirtless with my hat on, just doing my thing like a week later. And the boss goes, listen, Gary, it was funny the first time. The captain is not going to be okay the second time. Like, and he was serious. It was a very pithy remark. So uh, that was the last time I worked shirtless. Or so, I, but, I, like, why did this cross your mind that I'm going to take my shirt off to work just to be, just, yeah, just, be just to get a reaction? Yeah, just to get, a, like reaction. To get a reaction. And like the people I work with, like I've been working with them for a long right. time. It, it just wasn't a thing. It's right. I mean, it's not professional, but I don't think it was that. So, big of a deal. do you think if you did have a CrossFit body, they would have allowed you to keep your shirt off? They probably would have. <laughs> Right. Like I was almost like an offensive. Can you imagine if you were a CrossFit guy and you weren't wearing your shirt and someone came and told you to put your shirt on? That would probably crush you. I mean, based on the responses we've gotten, it probably would have crushed crushed them. It would probably have been like, you know, a, I mean, they might have needed therapy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Are CrossFit guys though tough? So like I would much see, rather. Here's the thing. I would rather fight a CrossFit guy than a jujitsu guy. Yes. I, CrossFit guys might be strong. They They're probably strong. have the stamina, but I don't think they can take a hit. <laughs> Dude, man, we're going to... Don't, I don't think they can take a hit. A jiu-jitsu guy, first of all, they're not going to get hit. They're like a ninja. Right. And then you throw one swing at them. Next thing you know, you're in a pretzel and your arm's like tucked behind. Like it's... Oh, your arm's disconnected it's, from it's your like body. in your butt. You're like, what has happened? <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I think it's a valid question. And I think it's something I'm going to bring up with my CrossFit friends is, is uh, just the question of mental toughness. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're physically tough. You're strong. Um, and there has to be some mental toughness to get through your exercise. Right, to get but, through the pain. That, that's uh, all. I mean, I, I like that too. I, I do like that. I don't know. I, I think it's a valid question. Um, I don't know. We're, we're back across. Because listen, the CrossFit maybe, guys, they're fighting an inanimate, inanimate, inanimate object. Right. Right? It's something that doesn't move. Like, they're moving it. It's weights. Right. It's weights. Like, you're throwing weights around. You're right. pulling your own body weight. Like, I get That's cool. But, like, you're not, like, you're not in the mix. Okay. I, think I, I think we could. So, let me, let me ask you this. What do you do to stay in shape? Because you're not. Yeah, you're, you said, like, I got a dad bod. But you're not. You're, you're in better shape now than you were, I don't know. Five, six years ago, probably. Even, even, yeah. I don't want to talk about this. Uh, sorry, we already are. Do you, do you have a workout regimen? Bro, you don't keep a body like this. by <laughs> not working out, right? You got to do something. What do you do? I don't do anything. So it's just purely diet. Because you really worked on your diet. It's diet and it's like natural abilities. Diet and natural abilities. Yeah, dude, cutting leather and like hand stitching. Like that's why I got like these real manly hands. Okay. From stitching. I, I haven't been checking out your hands lately, but. They're like tiny. <laughs> I have tiny little hands. <laughs> um, so yeah, nothing. See, I don't, I don't do, I, I do some cardio and I basically do some stuff here in my own basement. Yeah, I'd like to do cardio, but I don't have a treadmill. And I don't want to run outside. Like I would, I like the idea of running outside. Right. Every time I do run outside, I love it. Like trail run. That's what I would do is trail run. But like the motivation, like I need to become infatuated with it. Like I do other things. Right. Like catch the bug. That's the that's thing. what I need to do. Yeah, if I you, caught the you, bug, I think I would. You need to get obsessive about it. Yeah. If you find something that you're into, like you obsess about it and you become, that's why I'm kind of surprised with the leather thing how long you've been in it because usually you find you like your personality you'll get something and you'll be into it for like six months and like then the you're fountain done pen it. thing like yeah fountain pens. i'm still into fountain pens though but i but i don't like i'm not like looking for the next pen anymore right because i think i got the pens just, that i wanted i mean i would 
like I'm into watches. I would love to buy more watches. Right. And I really like watches, but I mean, I don't have, I can't even fix my front porch. So See, like, I'm not even like that. I, I just don't get it. I don't No, I like, but I like, I like the mechanical like aspect of a watch. Okay. But and what like is it about your them. personality that makes you obsess about things? Cause Who I, knows? <clears throat> it's the way the creator had made me, I guess. It's okay. probably part of the fall actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's right. probably a result of the fall. Dude, I got to turn the heat down. It's like pumping down Dude, here. I'm about to take my shirt off. We <laughs> do the shirtless. Let's. Yeah, man, take the shirt off. So Let's I definitely, do the shirtless. I wouldn't be weird at all. Dude, we should but do here's that. The thing. Let's if do that were, in the middle of listen, summer. Let's do we a were, shirtless episode. If we were CrossFit guys, it wouldn't be weird. Like, why guys, is that? Like, who cares? They, they would take their shirt off. Like, we're 40-something-year-old men. What it, <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Oh, right? Man. I can't wait to, to do you hear think the responses I get. Do you think we would make fun of each other's physique? Oh, absolutely. If we were shirtless. I mean, I've seen you shirtless. You've seen me shirtless, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I could probably, I mean, we make fun of each other for everything else, but. Which is how it should be, right? Right. You can't take yourself too serious. I think. That's, what, that's mostly what's wrong with, like, society at this point is everybody's offended about everything. Right. Like, you can't say anything without somebody freaking out or, like, trying to cancel you, like. Including us. Have you been including myself? I feel like I can be the same way. What, like you want to cancel somebody if not cancel? I just, you know, like you you'll, get real mad. You'll hear someone say something, you'll be like, Are you insane? Like, what's, what's wrong with you? Kind of like how we even close to the beginning of this episode started out talking about, uh, you know, when I called you dude and I said, I can call you dude because even though I'm not a biologist. Oh, yeah. You know, just stuff like you, you hear stuff like that and you're like, what bizarro world are we living in? You know, that this is, this is, this is happening. Speaking of bizarro. What? Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I love this. That, he, that he, city's doing real well, right? Yeah. Crime-wise, crime crime New York City is, is having a problem right now. Eric Adams, who I guess used to be on NYPD. Okay. Um, rumor is he didn't really do much on the NYPD. I don't know anything about his record. Okay. NYPD, but he, he was a New York City police officer. He's now the mayor of New York City. Crime is through the roof. It's skyrocketing. Um, he, uh, he, uh, he's trying to get a handle on it, but not doing things that most people within the rank and file of the police department really believe are going to make a uh, difference. He decides to reach out to Lori Lightfoot, who is the mayor of uh, Chicago, to get advice from her. <laughs> two booming cities right booming crime is super low like, crime is just like reaching astronomical levels so i read i did see this article and i cracked up about it i was like oh anthony i gotta talk about this yeah this is actually one that we both sent each other I think. do you have like the stats and stuff because like I, crime, I mean the, it was unreal like oh the crime stats it's it's, it's i mean 100 uh, percent on things like yeah. robberies and i think murder was down or something I like think, that or Sexual assaults was down. Something was down. And I was like, really? I don't know how anything's right. down in those cities. But, but yeah, it's just, it's just incredible. to. I, this is what I don't understand. I believe that people that are in these positions are intelligent. Like, you, you, can't, you can't run for mayor or maybe you can. I, I would think there has to be some level of intelligence. I don't think so. Among people in well, these, uh, I'm not some level, yeah. 
common sense is different than intelligence. But like uh, there has to be some sort of a level of intelligence and I just don't understand like how you how how did Eric Adams arrive at this idea? His first name's Eric, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Eric. Um, how did he arrive at this idea that, um, hey, I have a crime problem here in New York City. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to someone who might be able to help me. You know who could help me? Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, where crime is skyrocketing. She could help me. Yeah. It's like saying, hey, Anthony, I, I'm, I'm really dealing, I'm struggling financially. I'm about to go bankrupt. So you go talk. To, so I go talk to someone who's to a like, homeless person, or or someone else who's going through bankruptcy. Hey man, can you help me out with my finances? It's insane. It it makes zero sense. Right? Why not go to a, a city who's like doing really well? And and so you have to ask yourself: Is there something going on behind the scenes? Like whenever I see uh, see something like this, which literally seems like insanity to me, I'm like, is there money involved? That's always what I think. I always think there's money involved. Like, is there money involved? Yeah. I don't even, I don't you even sound know like, how. What is it? QAnon? I'm not QAnon. Please. Like, no. hey, I'm not. Don't get QAnon. all defensive. I'm not accusing you of it. I'm just asking. You, have you, you ever read? Look, no. look, it, that stuff's really crazy. Oh, but really? yeah, I, I don't. I, I agree. Like something's off. Like something seems like, weird. And, and, and to, to Mayor Adams' credit, it does appear that he's trying to do certain things, but the things he's doing, uh, so he, he brought back like a anti-crime unit. Um, New York City used to have an anti-crime unit. They were plain clothes. Right. They were like really trying like to go after guns, yeah. drugs, you know. The that, street level crime. street level hammered. violence. Yeah. Like they, that's what they really, well, he brought that back, but he uniformed them. Okay. Kind of and, and, and guys are like, yeah. What's the point? They see us coming a mile away, right? right? Maybe not like a mile, you, but you, like... We had a unit that was working, like, you know, and for sure. Like crushing the bad guy. They were that's crushing what the bad guys. Be. And for sure, any, any, like a unit like that, especially in a city like New York City, you're, you're going to have like guys who aren't doing the right thing right. on a unit like that. And all that comes down to leadership. If you, if you just say, hey, uh, you know, we have some problems. So we're just going to, we have some problems on this unit. So we're just going to shut the unit down. Right. The whole unit, not get rid of that's, the one or two. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Like you, you, you go to the leadership of those units and you say, you better get your act together or you're, you're getting demoted yeah. down or whatever. Like you, you, hold, you crush your guys right. that are having, that are doing problems or having problems. Right. You crush them. Right. You make it make known, it better, like, yeah. you know, we, we, we want high the line character. Here. We yeah. want high integrity. That's what we. That's what we want. That's the responsibility of the leadership in those right. units. Right. Um, but you don't can because now you have what you have in New York City. I mean, it's out of control. They're trying to like get control of homeless encampments and and um, all these huge issues in New York City, and and you know, it, it's just interesting to see some of the things he's doing. Again, because I, I do the podcast, I'm like seeing this stuff yeah. um, all the time. I'm reading about it. I'm looking at it. And it's just like, you know, what, what you're doing, what, what was being done worked. It wasn't perfect, but it worked way better than what you're doing yeah. now. And uh, yeah. So he like, had, yeah, like all the community outreach stuff is great. But if you're not crushing the bad guy, if you're not making him scared 
to go beat a woman in a like waiting to get into her apartment building if if you're if that guy isn't thinking where are the police right like you're going to have that happen over and over again and that is ultimately how the police help the public correct you destroy bad the bad person like that that's what you do right yeah. But that has that has the changed. problem is though too, it's not just the police because they can lock someone it, it's my understanding. They can lock lock someone up for a gun and they're out twelve hours. You know what I mean? Like they're not held accountable, they're not locked up in the system or whatever. So like or they beat someone, they go right. in front of a judge and the judge says, Okay, ROR bail, like released on your own. Like right. come back to your court appearance later yeah. on. Or here's three months. Like who cares? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't deter anything. Right. It, it isn't. It also is in punishment. Right. You know, it doesn't fit whatever crime. Well, in New York, I, I just saw something in New York. Um, they just had a guy like this, a, a guy who literally paralyzed a cop. He was in a stolen vehicle, took off, ended up dragging a cop, paralyzed a cop back in, I think it was 2017. Wow. Okay. The guy gets less than 20 months in jail. Less, he paralyzed a cop yeah, not who was trying years. to do his job. And then in the last 10 months, this guy has been arrested, I think, two or three times in stolen vehicles, pursuits. And where is he right now? He's out on the street. They oh, just really? released him again. Yeah. Uh, so you're right. he's been rehabilitated. Well, the last 10 months he hasn't been. He's been on like <laughs> a, a stealing vehicle pursuit tear, you know? Oh, man. Um, so like it's things like that. Yeah, the police can only do so much. Sure. The rest of the criminal justice system has to has to help them. And 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 that's the problem because cops are like, what's the point? What's what's the point of me even arresting anyone because they're not go- nothing's happening to them. They're right. nothing is happening to them. They're just going in the in the into the precinct door and out the back door. Like they're getting arraigned, they're given low bail, like literally nothing. Why am I doing all this work? Yeah for zero consequences so i think the I, I definitely think the court system and you know there's such a huge push right now for bail reform which is just ridiculous um you know those those things need to be like i'd almost be okay with bail reform if they locked them up in the future the problem is they don't what do you mean so like bail reduction would be like like i could probably be okay with saying hey whatever you have low bail and they show up to their hearing and then they actually get time but the problem is a lot of they don't these, show up sure they don't show I mean, up i don't know what the stats are but like i'm saying if that would like i'd be okay with that but like the but, problem is you get no bail and no and no actual punishment when found guilty and what about these guys committing crime while they're out on bail that's, yeah that should be like an instant bail done you know what i mean yeah the the point of bail is to Protect the public and Protect make sure the that public. they come to the hearings. Right. Yeah. Right. But you have these bail reform, and I talked about this on one of my on one of my apples one of my episodes. It's called Appleseed. Um, I think it's called Appleseed, and you know this they're you know they they're they're involved in all this social justice stuff. But one of the things they're doing is is this bail reform stuff, and and they like to throw out this figure that you know this percentage of people in prison have not been convicted. Well. It, it's great to throw out a figure or a percentage like that, but you have to break it down case by case. Okay, what is the person charged with? So, and what was their bail set at? Why was their bail set there? Are they a risk to the public? You can't just say this many people are in prison and they haven't even been convicted yet. Yeah, because they're awaiting their trial. 
Right. Okay. And in the meantime, bail has been set to protect the public from them. Mm-hmm. So you can't just like break down. You can't just say, well, this percentage of people is like in a blanket, jail. a blanket yeah. percentage. You, yeah. you, you have to break it down and say, what, what are the charges? What are they in prison for? Um, you know, what is their flight risk? Where are they from? What's their rap sheet like? You know, all, all these things. No one wants to talk about that. Everyone wants to talk about just yeah. that it, because it's jarring. Oh, my word. They're, they've been in prison and they haven't been convicted. Well, the same thing. Yeah, not with, yet, right? The same <laughs> thing with the, the immigrant um, situation. Like, you know, I was talking to, um, uh, I won't say who it was, but I, I was having a conversation with someone and they were, they were talking about how, um, you know, how many kids are being separated from their parents at the border. How this is so terrible. These kids, like, you know, the parents are being arrested for illegally crossing the border. Um, it's just a terrible thing. And I said to the person, I said, every day in this country, parents make decisions to commit a crime that gets them arrested and gets them separated from their kids. Crossing the border illegally is a crime. <laughs> like, it's no different. But we, but, but people like to, you know, it, it's, it's, it's almost like this, like... It plays on your emotions. It plays on sure. your emotions. Yeah. Oh, these kids are getting separated. It happens every day. I, you know, you and I arrest parents every single day that have kids. Like, they committed a crime. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, tra- it's tragic for the kid. I'm not saying it's not a tragedy for the kid, but what are you supposed to do? Be like, oh, you got kids. Do as you wish, sir. Right, right. You know? Um, you know, it, it's just it, it's just a way of thinking that is just so foreign to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I, I just thought it was hilarious when I saw him uh, reach out to Lori Lightfoot for some advice on how to yeah. you know, help lessen crime. Yeah. Uh, the two this. most almost the two most violent cities in the nation, right? Yeah. Working it's, together to reduce crime or trying to get ideas. Yeah. But um, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news now. Um, the other thing that you know we wanted to touch on was the uh, the whole uh, these hearings for the Supreme Court justice. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, to be honest. Justice Brown. Yeah, right. That's her last name. Right? What's her What's her first name? Kanji. Kanji is that? How you, I don't know. We might have butchered that. Yeah. But yeah, Justice Brown. The the uh, the honorable <clears throat> the honorable Justice Brown. Um, and they're having these hearings to see if she should be are they over i don't i don't even know i don't follow too much i don't even know i should probably know more about this i haven't followed it super closely yeah obviously i knew about the comment about not being able to define a woman but you know that sort of thing um that's super funny yeah like how are you like (laughs) like how do you protect women and like women's rights used to be a thing right like that women should be treated equally to men and like all of these things, like the her body, her choice. Like, how, yeah, how like, does, how do you even like, you know, all these people that are, that are like the, the pro-choice side of things, her body, her choice. Well, how, if you can't define even what a woman what's a is, her is, what's, yeah. what's a her, like, how do you, yeah, it's <laughs> unreal. It's just wild. It, it's like a, like, if she answered that, how, what she actually believes, right. Which I'm sure she knows what a woman is. I'm sure she does. She's from, I think she graduated Harvard or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So she knows what a woman is. Right. Um, she, if is she actually a woman. answered it, like, right, right. And she was nominated 
right? The the soul, like one of the soul, like they, she had to be a woman and she had, had to, to be, be black. black. Yeah. Um, or she wouldn't have been nominated, right? Because right. nobody else was even looked at. That's what. That's so what the Biden she herself is a woman. So how would she know that she's even a woman to right. take the position? It's real confusing. It's super confusing. It's very confusing. That's that's why. Like the, yeah, I didn't think being a woman or a man was a confusing thing, but apparently it is. But yeah, that's Sony. And she also, and then so then she got grilled on like her sentencing of child pornography. Yes, fellows in the in the um. The federal system. Right. So I guess she had been a, a a judge, a justice in the federal system right. at some point in her past. And I guess she sentenced a bunch of child pornography guys and her sentence was much lower than either the guidelines or what the prosecutors had asked for. Right. So that became like a big stink. I mean, the Republicans were hounding her on that. Um, and she gave, you know, I think she gave reasons. One of the reasons she said was something about there's a difference between people clicking on the internet where you can you can disseminate and receive child pornography and inst like you could like hundreds or thousands of images or videos within seconds, and that's different than those who uh, look for child pornography uh, through the mail. So like someone who requests child pornography through the mail and it gets mailed to them, which used to be a thing. I, I've I haven't seen I mean, it since I've been, been working these crimes, years, yeah, yeah. these cases. But yeah, because you sure work, it's out there. You work these cases. Yeah, I do. And and most of it is online, internet based, like electronic. Yeah, it's all electronic. That's yeah. all I've ever seen is digital. Right. I mean, I've I have seen um, so like pamphlets and stuff like that. But right. That stuff's. I mean, it's always old. It's right. old stuff. So was she like what was, she was saying that it it's different that people who are making the effort to get it through the mail should be sentenced more harshly lighter oh lighter than people who are getting it online or there's just a difference i could be wrong like there's just a difference between the two of them and like you know one person spending 15 minutes or five minutes on the internet and then getting 15 20 years in prison which is the federal like guidelines okay. for like disseminating child pornography um is just too harsh it only took them 15 minutes you know where Someone who has to get it from the mail, they got to put lots of effort into it. They have to like receive it and like send off for it. So I guess there's like some like something in her mind that like there was a difference between the two. I, I think it's a silly answer, but like I don't think she actually means that. But maybe but she how, does. Yeah, like how do you? So like, what's your what's your feeling on that? When you when you saw that, I mean, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I just chuckled because like it's like. It's all, everything's crazy right now. Like, oh, not everything. Most things are crazy. Like, it's on, like, everything's unreal right now. Right. It's unreal. Right. Like, a child pornography guy is a child pornography guy. It doesn't matter right. if they want it in the mail or on the internet. If they're disseminated, they know what they're doing. Right. You know? Yeah. And you're not getting charged federally for an image or two. It's not happening. Yeah. Like. So these cases she was, basically what you're saying is these cases she was, hearing or that were in front of her were serious cases because these because the feds like good cases i mean i'll, I'll say that the feds like good cases like oh, yeah why, why, why wouldn't they I mean, right that's exactly what i mean they want the cases, federal government like, they want cases that involve like across state lines they want yeah. they want good solid cases yeah. so these cases that are ta being taken federal are like the worst of the worst yeah i wish i knew which district she she was in what okay. circuit she was in because i think it depends like the middle i mean 
we're in Lancaster County is the middle district. Philadelphia is the eastern district. Okay. Um, so like each district's probably different depending, and they probably get like different cases. I mean, Philadelphia is probably inundated with child pornography cases. The middle district is probably less, right? Mm-hmm. Just because of the geographical location or the number of people or whatever it is. So it's just, I mean, it, it's just interesting. I mean, I think, I mean, we, Congress puts out guidelines for a reason, right? Like they, they kind of set the bar for what, at least federally, I think. Right. Um, and that's true of like state level. The legislator sets out the guidelines. Like right. this is what a judge should do, right? Um, and they have, of course, a judge has some uh, leeway to do what kind of they will, but generally they, they should stay within the guidelines. the guidelines or maybe a little less. And um, unless there's exigence, not exigence, if there's like, like circumstances that someone should be held longer, like aggravating circumstances, aggravating circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, so yeah. that's what a judge is there for, right? A sentencing judge should be able to make those decisions and like make something more harsh or less harsh right. based on the thing. But if you're like, I think her record, what, what they were pointing out is her record was like below guidelines yeah. almost all the time. Well, and I have the article pulled up here. I mean, her sentencing- well, That would have that, that been helpful if you talked about that in the beginning. I'm just winging it here. I, I hope I'm right. Yeah, you are. I mean- Oh, I am? She, she her- Say, you say know, her name or- it, It's, uh, could, I don't know how to say her first name. I'm sorry. It, it, Katanji. Katanji. Is that right? I don't know. It sounds right. SCOTUS nominee, um, Brown Jackson. Okay. It looks like she has two last names. Brown Jackson. Um, so, you know, she, they, they, uh, this article, uh, which you sent me talks about the sentencing guidelines and then the sentences she imposed and, and she on many occasions, uh, really, really did much, much lower than the guidelines. Um, you know, on average, it looks like 40, um, she gave the defense an average of 47.2% less of a sentence than what prosecutors recommended. Uh, I mean, so if that, so the, if it's 4% less, if it's a 10 year man, if it's a 10 year sentence, what does that make it? If it's 40% less, six. Yeah. Six instead of 10 years. In one case, she gave uh, a sentence of 28 months when a prosecutor was asking for 79 to 97 months. That's a 64% reduction. I hate when they do months. I can't, I can't like, but still, like, like 28 months compared to even the low end of that, 79 months. Um, and the prosecutor's asking for the, the guidelines. The, the guidelines, prosecutor's yeah. offering within the guidelines. Uh, prosecutor asked for 24 months. Uh, Jackson uh, imposed, um, this is SCOTUS nominee Jackson, imposed a three-month sentence on that one, an 88% reduction. So she is like really, like she's letting... Yeah. These guys. And I'm sure that whoever was questioning questioning her about this probably picked the most gruesome. Yeah, you know, because that's what that's what gets clicks. That's what gets the soundbite. That's what made it to Twitter. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, I guess, but it's just it is a little bit disheartening. Um. Yeah, I'm just looking down. So locally, Anthony, um, the uh, the guidelines for possession of child pornography here in our area. Okay. So if you have, let's say this is like an average, an average child pornography case. Okay. Probably results in like a hundred to 200 images, which would include like, if you have a video showing indecent contact, which would be like 
like actual sexual contact with a minor. Um, I'm not going to get too graphic there, but right. graphic, a, a terrible, just not a nude kid, not a right. nude kid. Nude kid counts. Right. Okay. But like a, you're a talking actual nude, sexual nude acts. kid involved in some type of sexual act. Um, a video counts as 50 images. Wow. Okay. So, um, so if you're just talking images, if you have a hundred to 200 images, you're looking at, um, like 30 months, maybe you're looking at, um, three months to a year, probably, or just probation. Three months to a year or 30 months, three, three months to a year. What? Yeah. For possession. For possession. Possession of, so that's just you having it, okay. you having the images on your device or whatever. That seems really low. Yeah. Yeah. Guidelines are 30 months. Generally, it's three months to less than a year. Okay. Um, or, and uh, I heard of a recent case that it was 10 months probation for over like 100 to 200 images. That's insane to me. But that's terrible. Hey, yeah. Eh, probation, right? Locally. Yeah. Local probation. So this is a local thing. And then if you have um, dis a, a dissemination case, so if you, if you have child <clears throat> pornography and I send it to you, um, the same, same thing counts, like number of images, um, you're roughly looking at the same, maybe two years. It's like, it's like a, a minimum state sentence. So like you're just over a year. So for, for d disseminating an image. That's actually, that is, this is actually really surprising. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. you work these cases. Right. I don't work these cases. I've never worked these cases. Um, that's actually really surprising. I thought that the sentencing guidelines were much, much higher. Yeah. So that's for someone without a, like, like someone who just got caught. Like no if you're record. a person who has been caught numerous times, like that's obviously going to jump. Right. Or if you're a felon or you have like a huge rap sheet. Um, and we're talking like this would con be considered a low, like a low level amount of images. Oh, this is be an average. An average. Just be an average amount. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what would cause something to be jumped into the federal side of things? Just, yeah. Right. Like, so generally it's disseminating. Okay. And across. State lines. Yeah. Okay. And right. it's, it's amounts. Right. Um, like I think the Eastern District, Eastern District, it's very hard to get a case in front of them. Okay. Just because it's so, you need so much. Right. But the man mandatory sentences in the Eastern District are huge. So like a first of, uh, offense for production. So if you produce it, um, if you produce it in some way, uh, you're looking at 15 to, 20, 15 to 30 years okay. as a first offense. Okay. Uh, if you're like uh, seeking it, so if you're on the internet and you're trolling around, you're like, hey, I could use some, I could use some images of a kid. Um, you're looking at 15 to 30 years also. It's a mandatory sentence. Wow. Yeah. Just for seeking it, um, or or saying, "Hey, I have this. Does anybody want this?" Gotcha. Uh, the other the other one is distribution. That's like a five to twenty year. Okay. Mandatory sentence. Okay. All right. But again, you got to so be definitely like, like the fed the federal system definitely has way more teeth than correct. the than the local or right. state right here in Pennsylvania, anyways. Yeah, and honestly, I think like the federal system should only be used in like the extreme cases. Right. Yeah. Just, just be. I mean. The federal government should stay out of stuff. Right. As, as, as best as they can. Right. Which is hard for the federal yeah. government to do, I think. But so like, I, think, I think what this does, though, is bring light to the types of cases she was seen. Sure. 
um, and and the recommendation and the sentencing guidelines that she was being given, and she's just like like just giving these these suspects nothing. These these um, I don't want to say suspects. They're, they're convicted. Guilty. They're guilty. Child pornography possessors, you know, whether they're disseminating, you know, producing. possessing, producing whatever. She is like just giving them nothing compared to what the sentencing guidelines are calling for and what the prosecutors asking yeah. for. They they've been found guilty, right? Like she's sentencing them. They, it's Correct. not like they're they're trying to decide if they're guilty or not. They're guilty. They've been found guilty. Now she's sentencing them, and she's giving them really nothing. Sure. I mean, I, I it's, it's a slap it's, on the wrist. It's concerning. It's, yeah, I don't like it's, it. It's concerning. And, and hey, so but you, Anthony, come on. It's child pornography. It's there's it's a non hands on event. Uh, you're just trying to get me going. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, like, it is concerning, you know, for something that most people would find extremely serious, extremely um, problematic, that a judge who is facing a Supreme Court uh, justice nominee process Here's the thing, would just be like, eh, not a big deal. I think the majority of people, yes, those in power and those in academia and those in the corporate world like i'm I'm talking i'm talking facebook all that stuff not like just the businessman i'm talking like the big the the people who run this country okay they don't care but why not i don't know they don't have kids no they have kids it's unreal to me it's it's extremely disturbing to me. Especially because be it's honest. I mean, she's going to get confirmed. She's, probably. Yeah, she's probably going to get confirmed. So now she's on the Supreme Court. And, and she obviously has like a very liberal view on. On what, this for sure. What this, like what crime, you know, it, <laughs> it's like extremely concerning. Like why, why would a judge, again, a judge, a judge oversees the criminal court proceedings. But these are, are people who have been found guilty either by... Or pled. Pled. Yeah. Or found guilty by a jury. Maybe by, maybe by her after hearing all the evidence. Maybe she's found them guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, deciding to literally give them a slap on the wrist. I, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's disheartening to me, I think. But it's, it, it is disheartening. I, and it's probably even more disheartening to you as someone who works those types of cases and has contact with maybe not so much in in child porn cases um because a lot of times those are images and stuff of people or of of victims that you don't know but you're having contact with you know kids who are being abused and 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 so on the back end of each of those images and videos is a victim right like, and it, like, you, CP you cases are some of the them. hardest cases for me to work. I mean, for anybody. I think any, any detective that's in my world, like, that's one of the hardest cases to work because we have to look at this stuff. Right. Right? Like, when you're looking through it, you're categorizing it. Yep, indecent, indecent, indecent. For the state level, you're looking for that number, the magic number. It's like, I forget what it is. It's like 500 images total. So it could be 20 videos or whatever that is. Um, once you have it, you're good. You're maxed out, and you don't have to look at anything else. Right. But right. you, you got to look through those and see if it's indecent contact or not. Right. Or if it's just a nude. So you're literally clicking and moving stuff around and just and yep, watching. This is good. This is bad. This is this is 
potentially CP, but it's it might be an 18 year old. So then it doesn't mean anything. When you say CP, child, child born, born yeah. yeah. So like literally, you're looking through this stuff, and it's just in your head, right? And and you realize, I think when you when I think about it, it makes me sad. I, I, I it makes me sad. Thankfully, like uh, the Lord's been merciful to me in that, like I often can get. I mean, I have a a good group of men that pray for me also. And like when they ask, hey, what can I pray for? I say, just pray for my mind, like that I forget these things. Thankfully, I'm an idiot. So like I can look at something and then um, it goes away for the most part. Or sometimes it takes a couple of days or whatever, but then it's gone. Okay. Um, and it takes a lot for it to come to flash back up in my head, right. which, is, which is a mercy of God because men are visual people. Right. We're visual humans. So like if we see an image, we can bring it up generally right. like, I mean, quick. Um, but the Lord's been faithful for 10 years now that most of the time I can yeah. work a case, hammer it out, get through what I need to get through and then, uh, be super sad for like three or four days and then it's gone. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. But you know, screw these guys. Like they need to be put in jail Yeah. and they need to like, this is pro- like, they shouldn't have access to any of, they shouldn't have access to the internet. They, they literally, they can't help themselves. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a. Dep- depraved way to think it's uh um i mean it's trying to be nor- people are trying to normalize it now and i think it's going to become a normal and accepted thing right. because there are minor attracted people like that's like one of the things that's being said now is like right. quit calling them pedophiles they're minor attracted people right like that it's trying to normalize I, it that that's one reason i should learn jujitsu so when when i'm no longer a policeman and somebody says something like that i can just pretzel them up right you know and just it's make- evil it's, it's, it's downright it's, it's evil depraved beyond and, and, it's romans one right we've let we've worked down this rabbit hole and uh the lord's just kind of taken his hand off a little bit and kind of let us spiral and we show our our true selves right and you people like you and i view this and lots of and i think the majority of people look at this sickening but academia and academics and corporate america are trying to make it normal Right. And uh, I'm not okay with it. Like, I'm yeah. just not. Yeah. It, it pisses me off. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it should. And I think that's why, you know, talking about this SCOTUS uh, nominee, um, you know, it, 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 it's flabbergasting to me. Like, I don't understand it. Like, she's a mom. She has kids. Like, I don't understand how you can uh, just be like, oh, you know, not that big of a deal. I mean, would it be, would it not be a big deal if this was your kid? If your kid was the one that had the photo or the video, would it not be a big deal then? Um, man, I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. And I don't know. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know how you, how you, for as many years as, as you have continue to do the work you do. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I just don't know. April do. of 2010 is when I started, so yeah. I'm, I'm coming up on 12 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the guy that. Uh, are we done with that one? Yeah, I feel like it it's makes super me sad, sad, dude. Like I don't want to talk. Yeah, it's like, super sad. It's, it's supposed to be low expectations. We're supposed to be having fun <laughs> and like laughing at each other, making fun of CrossFit guys. No, but we're also we're also I talking know. about things that matter and and this matters because these but guys. See, it, it does matter, and and I think people watch the news and they'd be like, oh, the Republicans, you know, GOP is just trying to be hard on her and stuff. No, she is she is literally giving slaps on the wrist of guys who are engaged in child pornography. 
Right, right, right. Disseminate. Like, it's probably dissemination. Probably, it's probably dissemination not because it's at the or federal level. Or trying to get it. Or producing it. Yeah. They're making... Like, these guys are... They are preying on children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, not that big of a deal. And some people... When you say that, like, I don't think people understand. We're talking from infancy. Yeah. Like, that's what's out there. And, like... Dudes are okay with that. Dudes like it. They ask for it. They want it. Um, they'll pay for it. Yeah. They'll have full series of a, an individual victim. They're called by name and you can like get it by the series and you can get the catalog, but you have to pay for it or you have to know somebody who has it. Um, and it's, it's evil. would it, include it's videos so and images. It's, 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 it's more evil than, than, uh, than we then I could, I mean, I could explain it on here, but like everybody would be sick and they would stop listening to this because it's, it's rotten. We're so, uh, and And I just feel like as a culture, we're just desensitized to it. Yeah. Right. Because like, if you don't know, or if it's being downplayed loudly, right. And no one wants to believe this. Like, and that's true. Like, I don't want to believe it happens. I know it happens because I deal with it, but like, nobody wants to believe that like, uh, somebody's going to hurt it, hurt it super young child like an infant that's uh, terrible stuff how about and that guy that pooped on himself and ran from the uh the hospital that's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about that so one. this that's- dude's like a like so this is an example of the guy that you're talking about who gets released 55 times yeah, yeah. he's mm-hmm. a he's a career criminal this guy yeah, should criminal. not be in society he should either be in a loony bin which don't exist anymore i guess i shouldn't call it a loony bin a psychiatric hospital i what, think what they should it? exist I'll be honest. I think yeah, I, I, I said I shouldn't have called it a loony bin, but like a hospital, a, a hospital, a state hospital, a state hospital. I think they should exist where people are not free to come and go. There's some people that just aren't capable of, you know, and maybe this guy's just a criminal or maybe he does have some mental illness. Well, but, yeah, you, right, so you read the article a little. Do you, yeah, do, yeah, you yeah. do you think he is? Do you think he does have mental health problems? I think he's a criminal. I think he's a criminal, too. Yeah, I think he probably has some mental health. I think problems. he purposefully did this to try to get away we've talked about this like cops have talked about this like you know if if you you know if something happens to you just poop and wipe 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 poop on your face and like people are going to overlook you right right they're going to think you're crazy and they're not going to want to deal with whatever just happened but this guy he does it this is this is in (laughs) chicago yeah they are like yeah yeah Yeah. she's gonna get eric adams you mean you should talk to her they're gonna help each other out how should we deal with this so yeah so a crew criminal 11 times yeah. Felon, guns, He's found, drugs. passed out in his car. Yeah. Um, I think EMS and fire department respond even first to, to help him because they, they think down know, he's having a medical problem down and out. Police end up getting there. He, he's in possession of a gun and drugs, if I remember correctly. Right. A large amount of drugs, too. I think it was like $1,100 of heroin. Yeah, it was like, it was like uh, I'm, I pulled up the article here. The gun he had was an extended magazine. Um, <laughs> You know, so that means carries more than a normal amount. So, like, right. if it was yeah. a ten round mag, it's probably like thirty. It's like round a thirty mag. round mag, so it sticks out way, uh, way below the the bottom of the gun. It's, um, yeah, forty caliber extended magazine pistol, yeah, and fourteen hundred dollars worth of heroin. That's a and lot. Cocaine of, that's and cocaine and ecstasy. That's a pretty good amount of heroin. That's 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 a lot of heroin, a lot of cocaine, a lot of ecstasy. So anyways, they, they, uh, he ends up getting arrested. They end up taking him to the hospital. Guess the cops are there, you know, guarding him, waiting for him to get released. 
Um, at some point, he asked to use the restroom. So I love just, this. I, this. As this soon is, as I read that, I was like, this is unbelievable. I know exactly what's going to happen. This, this is so is, dumb. This is something that I, you know, I'll just touch on real quick. People, people think that the police are so mean. <laughs> you don't let people use the restroom. You yeah. don't, you don't, you know, you just don't trust anyone. This is why. Right, right, okay, right. This guy wanted to use the restroom. So now you allow, so he's, he's technically a prisoner. You're guarding him at the hospital. He's, he's receiving medical aid, but he is a prisoner. Right. Like he is not free to leave. And um, so some people think that you have to then allow them to be able to do certain things. Like people can come visit them. No, no one can come visit them. They are a prisoner. <laughs> right, right, right. You may not visit them. Um, uh, you know, for me, if I ever was guarding a prisoner at the hospital and they needed to use the restroom, uh, they were not allowed to close the door completely. I would stand at the door. I wouldn't have maybe have the door wide open, um, you know, you know, get, try to give them some privacy, but that door would be partially open where I could see them and see what they were doing. Oh, I'm watching someone use the bathroom. Yeah. If they're, right. Yeah. Like it's not, it, you know, they don't get to go in and, and close the door and lock the door or anything like that. Right. Um, I know we're just, we're so terrible. We're sure. so terrible. We just don't allow people to do whatever they want. And, and, um, <laughs> it drives me crazy. So, you know, this guy goes in there and again, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know what the, the Chicago police officers that were guarding him. I don't know what they did. Well, they're probably not allowed, allowed to do anything. They probably must let probably him not. do that. But he goes in there. He ends up like deciding to, you know, so take poops. a crap and then he smears this crap all over himself. And then, um, escapes like bursts out of there probably yeah. and just goes crazy he's like flailing his arms that's yeah. what the article he says comes he's flailing out. his arms screaming kicking yelling he, he's got poop everywhere <laughs> he covered himself in his own feces yeah comes out flailing and screaming is able to end up getting out of the hospital or in the hospital where runs officers try to catch him one cop sprains his ankle one cop gets this guy's poop in his mouth oh. like try boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> He got poo in the mouth. Dude, that's Ugh. so gross. Dude, I would, Ugh. I think I'd probably use an entire bottle of scope. I don't even know what oh, I'd do. Man. I don't know. But anyways, so they, they finally, uh, yeah, they finally get him in the, into custody and stuff. And, and so now he's claiming that he, you know, has all these mental health problems. And uh, he didn't get the help he, he was needed. On drugs. He's he like, where's my help? Right. Where's my help? Uh, it's that. All they keep doing is locking me up. I think that was one of his statements. He told the judge, like, all you guys, all they ever do is lock me up. They keep putting and, me in jail. And here's the thing. Lock him up. Lock him up. away the key. Yeah. You're a career criminal. You shouldn't be in society. 11 you, time felon. Yeah. You are not helping society at all. You don't even have to be helping. You're, you're, you're not like a, a neutral part of society right you're not even just like taking from society you're you're you're, you're hindering praying. you're hindering society you you are a a predator right 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 you're criminal you're 11 time felon you, be you belong in jail bro i don't know what to tell you yeah. like uh, i don't like, know and we you know like I, change your ways do something different i don't know yeah get a I, job chick-fil-a is paying well right what are they paying like 15 dollars an hour yeah, something like that um so I, I'm just, and he was real mad, right? Did he say like, he said something to the judge about these cops are always faking these in injuries so they can get their time off or something like that. <laughs> right. I think, I think is what he said. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he goes, I was on drugs. Um, he says, uh, 
He says, it's always people want to put in extra paperwork to get days off and <laughs> crap like that, he said, against the advice of assistant public defender. Um, and I'm reading this off of the CWB Chicago website. I love CWB, man. They, they don't care. They just put out there, whatever. Is that um, like an actual like... It, it's it's, like, it's a like a news media in Chicago, and they literally, they, they put, they'll put the police on blast if the police are doing okay. something they should be. They'll put... So it seemed like an actual reporting agency yeah, no, versus no, a left wing or right wing. No, like, they're real. They're real good. They will. Okay. I, I follow them on Twitter. Like so do CWB I. Bro. I just Chicago. wasn't sure about they're their awesome. thing. Yeah. Like, their, their posts are funny on Twitter too. Dude, they're actually really good. It's hey, plug hilarious. them real quick. What's their, uh, their Twitter? I don't, I don't know what their Twitter is. CWB. Yeah. If you look up CWB on Twitter, like. You'll, yeah, you'll they're super them. funny too. They say funny things. Like they describe a suspect as wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Like they just say funny things. Yeah. Like just heard this on the radio or. But he said he, he, this suspect tells him he was on drugs. Um, he suggested the cops were faking their injuries. Uh, you know, that they just want extra days off. So they put in extra paperwork and, you know, fake their injuries. So they get days off. Um, <laughs> This suspect is currently on parole for a hit and run traffic crash that seriously injured a pedestrian. So he's out on parole already right, for hitting a pedestrian. He's also on parole for a concurrent sense of aggravated battery of police and aggravated fleeing of police. Unreal. Um, and those charges stem from separate incidents, not the same instance. He is now charged with a, a class X armed habitual criminal, um, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, uh, the Illinois Department of Corrections is reconsidering. His parole status well, good for and laying new allegations. Guess what the judge did? Let him out. Yeah. Did he? The I, didn't, I didn't even read, I the didn't end of read it. to the end of it. I just saw this now. Judge, I went, this Judge is, Kelly McCarthy. Boo. <laughs> she, she, you Wait know what she did? Right, ordered, ordered him held without bail. He has no bail. For these new charges, he has no bail. Well, that means he's locked up, Anthony. He's held without bail. Right. So he's... Right. You're right. So good he's for held. her. Good for her. We take back our booze. We take back our booze. I, I wish you would have... I read, you, it, wrong. You, I read you, it wrong. You, you I, led me astray. Now we look like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. When I, when I read it, I read it wrong. I, and then I read it. As soon as you said it, I look at, I'm looking at you and your face <laughs> looks like... You're like, uh-oh. And I'm like, Dude, you're an idiot. Like, I want to punch you. Like, now we sound like idiots because you're like, he, she let him go. Judge Kelly McCarthy, good job. Yeah, we apologize. You follow her on Twitter. I'm sure she's, sure she's great. <laughs> That's terrible. Do you know what? What's so terrible is that I'm so used to seeing judges release people. Yeah, like just release. Yeah. I didn't even read the full yeah. sentence. And it's so Chicago, like so like, yeah. I, <laughs> Judge Kelly McCarthy, hey, thank you. Yeah, good for you. Hey, thank maybe you she can be the cue the dip. Bail. Maybe she can be the cue the dip uh, winner maybe, next maybe time. She can. Should we name her the cue the dip winner just for tonight's episode? Even though First you didn't night. do a cue the dip. Yeah. Hey, good job, Judge. You put the guy in jail that deserves to be in jail. You know, we really appreciate it. You did your job. Like, that's exactly what we were hoping you would Low do. Low expectations take two is not going better than take one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a big mistake right there, Anthony. Hey. That one hurts a little we, bit. Uh, we, uh, we, we corrected it. Good job. Judge Kelly McCarthy did yeah. a good job. We had yes. originally booed her, but that's because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just following your lead. So, like, you said something, I booed it because I didn't like it. I didn't like what you said. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! All right. So, what are we talking about next? Are we talking about anything next? Or are we wrapping this up? Well, I mean, I can't remember what our show prep was. Um, like. We probably did it, man. Oh, uh, we were going to talk about that Philly officer that was fired. 
Yeah, that's pretty tough because there's no videos, there's nothing. Like he shot the kid in the back as there was running. I don't know how far he ran. Like there's so much with that. Like okay, was there an eminent? The reason he was fired was because he violated policy. Right. Yeah. But what was the policy he violated? Um, we don't know, man. Like, Here, we don't know here's the things. thing. Um, we probably need more time on this. Here, yeah. So, police, Philadelphia Police Commissioner Outlaw. This is what she said, and this is this is what gives me pause on this whole thing. Well, let's get the breakdown first of all. Break it down. This is what happened. A twelve-year-old. A, a Philadelphia, I think they were a plain clothes unit, but they were in a car that had lights, siren. Um, they are, you know, doing their job. And they pull up on um, a, a group. I think it was a group. There was a call about someone with a gun. Right. And they were also investigating this group for other crimes, I think. Um, so they pull up on this group. One of them was a 12-year-old. 12-year-old fires at, it's been shown, evidence, you know, the gun he had is the one that was fired. He fired at the police car, um, knowing it was a police car, because I think they had their lights on, um, shooting either, I think it was the the back window out. Through the windshield, through the headrest, the passenger headrest. Um, One of the officers got shards of glass in his eye. Um, A couple officers get out, give chase. This is a 12-year-old. This is a 12-year-old kid with a gun who's firing at the police chase him uh during the foot pursuit one of the officers fires and kills the 12 year old this was the beginning of march this happened yeah it's very recent yeah right so this officer has now been fired for violating the use of force policy put on leave put on leave with the intention of firing right right the commissioner is saying he will be fired he's gonna fire um so uh and and what she said is that he violated department's use of force directives including using excessive force. Um, she said, based off the evidence I reviewed, it's clear that the use of force policy was violated. And she said, um, all use of force has to be, this is the sentence that bothered me, proportionate to the resistance that they are trying to overcome. Um, I will also tell you that our policy states excessive force will not be tolerated. That's the gist of where we're talking about. Now, to be fair, we don't know a lot about this case yet. Um, what we do know is 12 year old is definitely the one who fired the gun that it, it into a police car, into a police car filled at police with police filled officers with police at police. Um, they gave chase to the 12 year old. He foot chase, right? had gun at the beginning of the foot chase. There is some video out there. Some like, um, uh, what's it called? Ring camera on okay. a house, um, that has some conversation and, you know, they've been able to break it down and show where, where the 12 year old fell and died and where the gun was recovered. And it's not right beside him. It's like, you know, several doors, several, like, I don't know, a quarter block, something like that. Um, so I'm assuming again, they are not saying what part of the use of force policy he violated. Um, I'm assuming what they're saying is that, um, they're, they're just saying that proportionate, the reason I'm saying this is because she's saying all use of force has to be proportionate to the resistance they are trying to overcome. My thing is, how do you overcome this resistance being shot at, being shot at and having the suspect run? I can guarantee you in that moment, the cops 
are not thinking about or recognizing how old the suspect is. And even if they are, should it matter? No. No. I don't think it should. No. I mean, as as someone who's gotten extremely close to shooting a very young person, uh, in that moment, I was not thinking about age. I was thinking about what was being presented to me. Yeah. And what was being presented to me in the dark was a one of those old Nintendo style Oof. guns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looked like a Desert Eagle. You know, in yeah. in the lighting I was dealing with, like I I almost put this kid down because wow. I thought it was a real gun. You know, until he listened to me and dropped it. Right. As I'm trying to have a telephone pole be my cover. Oof. You know. You're a little bit bigger than a telephone pole, too, even sideways. Like I'm husky. Like standing I'm, at it, I'm good. you're definitely bigger. You got big, sh- broad shoulders. I do. But if you stood, stood sideways, yeah, you'd mostly be covered. Yeah, Just, but that 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 was my cover. Yeah, like that's I, terrible. you know, I was out on a sidewalk, and you know, I it like I knew these these kids were young. Yeah, but it it to me that had no bearing on the on the level of force I I was using at that moment. Tragic for this officer? Absolutely. Do you think this officer is celebrating that he had to kill a 12-year-old? Absolutely not. Hopefully not. He's, he's uh, you know, I'm sure he's sick. You know, I know I would be. You know, sure. it's very likely that he might even have his own kids. I don't know anything about the officer. They're right. not releasing his yeah, information. That, which is actually admirable of whoever right. at this point. I'm sure at some point his name will come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he's indicted for... A- some crimes. But I'm, I, I guess I'm just like, what, what are you, you know, again, I want to be a little careful because we don't know all the details of the case. But you have officers who are engaged in a unit that is dealing with very violent people. Yeah. And they are shot at. Suspect runs. Suspect has a gun at some point during that foot pursuit and a decision is made. And a lot of people don't, you know you know, with a use of force, um, studies they've done, there's a, uh, you know, use of force science and, you know, all this science, it's science. So you have to believe it. <laughs> science. Um, where it takes like a second and a half to like, for your mind to, right. Once for your you, body to react, once you make a decision, you, there's like a second and a half that goes by yeah. before you can change your dis- I can't remember like how, how long it is. It's a lot longer than I thought it was. Right. So like once you make a decision to shoot, to pull the trigger, you know, you, you, you're like, okay, this is, I, I'm justified in using deadly force and you pull that trigger from the time your mind makes that decision to the trigger is pulled. I think it is right around a second. Yeah. And, and they've shown that when, when you realize, okay, the, you, the, the deadly force situation is over. I need to stop shooting. They've actually proven that some officers can fire anywhere from three to five rounds before. in that time from before that message in their brain reaches their trigger finger. Um, so, you know, just because the suspect was found so many yards or feet away from a gun, yeah. it literally, like that literally means nothing in that moment. The problem is, it doesn't mean anything to you or I, but it, it, it's going to mean something for this poor officer. Right. Well, he's getting fired. Well, he's going to get charged too, probably. That's where I see this going. 
I don't think it was. I I, I actually don't think he's going to get charged. Really? Yeah. I'll okay. tell you what. I'll be straight up. The suspect is light skinned. It, he looks either white or like Latino. He's not black. I'll be honest. Hmm. Like I don't think I I, I don't think they're going to charge him. I it's think they're going to fire thing. him. Um, but I don't think he's 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 going to get charged. Yeah, it's terrible. Twelve year old man. That's so young. But he's the thing, out there gangbanging. No, I'm just saying it's it's super young. That's what I'm right. saying. And I'm saying it's super sad because like twelve year olds don't think like a twenty five year old or a thirty year old. Right. They, they, they don't understand consequences at all, especially if it's, I mean, I don't know this dude's background. If he's fatherless, if he's living in like a, a part of the community that, that doesn't have like, I, it's just, I don't know, man. Like if you're not, if you're, if you don't understand consequences, my nine-year-old doesn't understand consequences. Like he, sh like he will one day. Right. He's not, but a 12, but a 12 year old isn't thinking like he doesn't realize if I have a gun and I shoot it at a cop, like he's not thinking it through. You know what I mean? The consequences aren't as serious to him as as a 25, 30 year old. I just don't think it is. His no, mind's I, like it's just sad. It's I all hear you. Sad. I hear you. But it that like, I'm I'm not saying that he didn't do a bad thing. I'm saying, yeah, like No, I, yeah. I know you're not. I'm just I'm just saying like people get fixated on the age. Yeah. And they get fixated on the fact that he died. Instead of the action or what he did. Instead of the action and like recognizing what what is the officer supposed to do like what that officer like not give chase that's probably right. what people would want don't not give, give chase. chase that's what that's what i'm saying they they would don't give chase but but i think it's important to like lay out what this means okay you're oh, you're, I, you're pulling up on a corner i'm not saying this for you yeah, i'm yeah. saying this for for people who are listening you know you pull up on a corner you you um you know you've gotten a call about some sort of weapons offense. Your job is to protect that community. Right. right. You pull up on the corner, you're, you're fired upon. Do you even know how old these kids are? You, you, you may not even know how old they are. You, um, you're fired upon, you have injured officers in the car, you give chase, the gun's in play, he's already shown he's willing to shoot it. Yeah. Regardless of whether he's running away from you and has the gun, it, it doesn't matter. Like, you can shoot someone in the back like that is not that does not necessarily mean you violated use of force policy or or some sort of like code like i, I agree with you i i mean I, i've shot at people running away from me you know <laughs> like it, it 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 you know it <laughs> just like one guy right <laughs> Was it two times? I don't know, two times, I guess. Okay. But, but both were armed. And, you know, so it, th that in and of itself does not mean. And when you say that you shot at somebody, yeah, when you say you shot at somebody running from you, as he's running, he turned and shot at you. So, like. The first time, the second time, he just produced. Okay. He just produced a weapon. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he had a weapon, and I saw the weapon. Um, you know. And, and it, it, here's the other interesting thing about deadly force and use of force is every officer has a, so any officer can look at an incident, you can look at an incident and be like, uh, deadly force is justified in this incident, but every officer in that incident will use the deadly force at a different point. I agree. Yep. So, so, you know. That's you, why there's the reasonable officer standard. Right. Which should be used at the, at the moment, not looking back with right. body cam and slowing everything down frame by frame none of that stuff a reasonable officer at that time 
Right. Would, would they do the same thing? Is it right. reasonable? Is it, is it reasonable? And, and some officers, you know, for, you know, for me, like the, the one specifically, I'll just, I'll just talk about briefly here. Um, you know, we, we were told this guy has a gun by a person like uh, that's literally talking to us on the street. This guy has a gun. We approach that guy. He runs during a foot pursuit. He's reaching his waistband. My decision was as soon as I see, as soon as I see this is like, I was already at deadly force when he was reaching and his waistband right. in my mind, as soon as I see, and he's running away from me. And all I see is like a little barrel flash on the side because he's running with the gun. And as his arms flashes across his body, I see the barrel of right. the gun. That was all I needed. That was it. That for me, but for everyone else on there, on, someone else might have needed for him to turn and, right. and point at you or something. But at that moment, what's so inner, what, what people I think have a hard time str or, or struggle with is that the moment we were told he has a gun, the moment he runs and is reaching his waistband, we are in a deadly force situation. If you believe that he is an imminent threat to you or, or someone else, as long as you believe, correct, like, like and, if you really believe that. And in this incident, he is reaching in his waistband. So, so the way I, the way I view this situation is he, he's, he's not just running away. He's now digging in his waistband. For your incident you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's digging in his waistband. Okay. That that is for me a deadly like he's not ignoring his waistband. He's now actually trying to get it out. Trying to get it to out. To hurt you or okay? someone else. And I've chased many guys yeah. who have pulled a gun and immediately discarded it. Many guys who like that is immediate. Pull pull the gun, discard it, drop it on the ground, throw it, whatever. Drop it in a trash can. Yeah. You know, whatever whatever it is. But this guy pulls it and he's 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 running and I see it. Doesn't now, draw doesn't throw it. Doesn't throw it. Right. So, so if like he digs these, it and throws it, right. you're not shooting him. Right. Or at him. Right. Yeah. But but at the same time, if if he pulls it, he has it. My decision was I just need to see it. He, he doesn't need to turn and use it against me. I just need to see it. I need to know because you that's felt what he that was, he would. Waistband shoot you or someone else absolutely okay yeah he yeah. he was an imminent imminent threat so because you got to have that i mean so as uh, as long as this guy this officer in chicago philadelphia philadelphia, thanks, philadelphia. philadelphia. we've been talking about chicago a lot right. uh probably not a whole lot of difference between chicago and philadelphia but um or yeah. new york city spiraling out of control Anyway, but this is completely so, different. He's already used it. The twelve-year-old's right, yeah. already totally used different, it. Right. So, like, if this officer, as long as I mean, who knows what he said? Like, we don't. We, we're not. We don't have access to his interview. But if he said, "Look, this guy already shot at me or shot at us. I was chasing him. I saw him with the gun. I shot him because I don't want to get shot. I didn't want him to shoot my buddies who were chasing him too, as we're calling out on the radio or some civilian." If he says that, I don't know how else. Yeah. But if he says, "Hey, he was running away." I knew that he had shot at us. He was running away. I didn't want him to get away and I shot him. That's not okay. Uh, if he says he was armed, he had shot at us and he was running right. He was in imminent danger to other people. No, I didn't say any of that though. Okay. I shot him because he was running away. 
Like, well, yeah, if uh, that's the statement he gives, that would be terrible. It's not going to be, yeah. you know, it's important. like, that's not okay. Like in my opinion, that's not okay to take revenge on someone who's running away is not okay. If, you, if you're scared for your life, right. If it's an eminent threat to someone else and you like, okay. But like, if it's to, cause he's running away from you and he has a gun, like you can't just shoot the guy. Like just cause he's just cause someone's running away from you with a gun doesn't mean you can shoot them. Right. Even yeah. if they just shot it, even if they just shot at somebody, if you don't think that they're a threat to you or someone else, you can't shoot them. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to be able to articulate that. That's what I, I would, I would hope as a police officer, would be able to articulate that, especially someone who used a gun and is now running away. Yeah. They're not trying to get rid that, of it. Right. That's they're an running with it. Yeah. threat to the public. I think so, but. You know, hopefully as a police officer, you can articulate that, um, you know, that point. Yeah. I mean, I um, hope so. but you know, re- regardless, looking at the case on this case in Philadelphia on face value, it looks like a completely justified use of force on, on face value. What we know, it looks like a completely justified use of force. Tragic that it was a 12 year old. Um, here's the thing though, Anthony, if it it is tragic, all that stuff, if uh, Philadelphia's policy is that you can't do what he did, he's screwed. My, but but I, I don't know how you can be a police I mean, officer I, like that. Like how I, do you, I mean, you get you literally got to run scenarios in a completely different way than what we just did. Like we ran the scenario, and we talked it through. You have to run them a different way. I have to let this kid go. I have to let this person go. If their policy is, I looked at their policy. Okay, I pulled it up. I don't I don't see how, in and of itself, he violated policy. Again, we don't. I don't have all the details, so I I do want to be careful. So I wonder know. if the chief is it the chief or the commissioner who's commissioner so if the commissioner's saying this to save face to like not have riots it feels to me like a political move yeah like you're literally taking an officer who had to make an extremely difficult situation on a decision under stress yeah maybe he did or didn't know that this person was super young who knows that 12 year olds can be pretty big yeah like i've i've dealt with 12 yeah. year olds that do not look like right. they're 12 and if it's i'm not sure was it daytime nighttime uh i'm not sure that's a good question yeah, i mean i mean dude if they're wearing any type of clothing if they're not wearing shorts and like a short sleeve t-shirt you're you're probably not gonna be able to tell that they're 12 right it, at mean, night for sure even with like even with how- street lights like and under the stress, like there's no way you're gonna. It t- just it it just feels like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna chuck this guy under the bus to try it because he sure. shot a 12 year old. Yeah. In- instead of instead of just saying, we understand and the tragedy that this is, but it was just can't shoot at cops. You yeah. can't you can't right? shoot at cops. Like, I, I would much yeah. Like we're gonna investigate to the fullest. Don't shoot at cops. If you shoot at cops, the odds of you getting shot by a cop are pretty high. And the other thing that bothers me Don't about this, and, and I'm not saying you need, you hold the parents accountable, but there's no discussion about, there's no pressure on the parents. So isn't that interesting? Because the school shooter, the kid that shot right. up the school, his parents got jammed up. Now, I don't know all the details of that, right. but like the parents are being held accountable for that. Right. Why not like look at parents for these type of incidents? And it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But at the same time, like, our culture puts no pressure on the parents. The pressure is put on the police. The police did not raise this kid. And I'm not saying the parents should be charged criminally or anything like or that. Or the police did nothing to even 
right. be the engaged with this. The they turned are... their lights on apparently to deal with the situation right. and the kid shot. Like, right. I guess the maybe turning your it. lights on, the police being there, maybe it should be like, like that other article we talked about in show prep where like they got, what, they got rid of the police department? Like they, they yeah. kicked them off the campus Stan or something like that? Uh, what was it, Stanford or, yeah, yeah Harvard, right. Harvard. Harvard, where they don't want the police on their campus. Yeah, they don't want Okay, them. if yeah. that's what you want, okay, let's see how that works out. I'd, it, like try it, like let's just try it. I ain't sending my kid to that school. Right. If you don't want the police around, okay. It's it's Let's an impossible situation for a police yeah, officer. It's terrible. To make. And he made it. Um, and I mean, I I th I think he made based again based on what I know about the situation. I think he made the right decision. Yeah. Is it tragic? Absolutely. Is he going to have to live for that with that for the rest of his life? Yes, he is. You know, and does the twelve-year-old have a fully formed mind? No. Does that make it any more wrong? No, because there's plenty right. of 12 year olds who aren't shooting at the police. Right. It's very rare that and, police get shot up by a 12 year old. And, it's and, very and, rare. And, and, and we're like, you know, so, so we have to be able to say like, this is not normal behavior for a 12 year old. You know, yeah, okay. So his brain might not be fully formed, but this yeah. is not normal behavior. So what, what else is going on? Where are the parents? Yeah. Have we talked to the parents? Are we putting pressure on the parents? Or like, where is the community, right? right? Like, it's all of that. So like, it's supposed to be, but everything falls on the police. Like the community, why isn't a neighbor who sees these kids hanging on the corner, maybe, right. like repeatedly day after day, not saying, hey, go home. Right. Go home. You don't live here. Well, and go and, away. Yeah. And Chief Sadler talked about that on yeah. his episode, how that, that was how it was. When he lived in Philly, yeah. that's how it was. Like you had, you hey, had, you don't belong adults. here. You live four blocks over. Yeah. You had adults like grab them by the ear and drag yeah. them home. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, that that's the community taking care of itself. Right. I think the yeah. police can only do so much. And a lot of times the police aren't part of the community. Right. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. It, it, the ideal thing would probably be for it to be, for the police to be in the, community maybe that might be the ideal and maybe a goal to know. look forward to i don't know i th i think that's really like a, di a difficult thing i think it's a difficult thing to be a police officer to live and do life in a community but then to also police the community because yeah. people want the police but they don't want to be policed i recently heard but that's how it was in the old days when when you couldn't travel you know it's 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 nothing to drive 50 miles to right. go to your job now, but right. like back in the day before that was possible, like you like you policed your community. If you were a constable, I guess that would right. be what it was back then. Yeah, but, that's true. But I, I, I'm just saying like the ideal, hopefully, I mean, hopefully some, I mean, police yeah, wouldn't even be needed, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Yeah, maybe it is the ideal. I don't, I don't know. I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Is yeah. it the ideal? Yeah. Is it ideal to have the police be a part of the community. I mean, in our day and age, I'm not sure it is. Sure, probably not, and probably not. Yeah. I mean, I think because there's, there's zero respect. Unless communities change and academia changes and right. politicians change and everything changes, I guess. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a sad case. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. I don't think his, his firing is official yet. And maybe, oh, so, so what we were saying, like maybe he said, maybe the commissioner said this to kind of like quell any problems that would come about knowing that this guy's going to get his job back. You know what I mean? Like the, the union fights for him, he gets a job or goes to arbitration, he gets his job back. I don't know. I mean, she said he's going to be fired. 
Right, but police get fired all the time and then they fight it and it goes to arbitration, they win. Like, that happens often. Like, that's how... But shame on her. I mean, yeah, maybe. Shame on her. Yeah. If, 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 if this is a, a ploy to, uh, you know, appease the public... Yeah. Shame I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather be strong and, like, support the police. I mean, that seems to be the better option. I mean, what's wrong with coming out and saying this I mean, is I don't think there's anything tragedy. It is a tragedy, a tragedy for everybody. But our officer did. Yeah, don't shoot at the cops. Do. Don't like get off the streets. Yeah. If you're 12, don't have a gun. We've talked to the parents. The dad is not around. I guarantee. Uh, I shouldn't guarantee it. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm sure this kid has no yeah, dad in the picture. It's terrible, too. You know, yeah. but, you know, and most people don't even know about this going on. And unfortunately, the reason they don't is because the kid that got shot is not black. I mean, mm. and, and that's, and I mean, had the kid been black, I, I can't imagine this officer would probably, you know, mm. I think they're already getting death threats and stuff, but. Yeah, that was mentioned. I remember reading that in the article. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, That wasn't a good way to end either, if you're thinking about ending this. No, I was just looking down through this article, but yeah, we can end it. We can, uh, we can. Dude, did you? Dude, this was, this was kind of like a heavy, heavy. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like as fun. Like, low, it started off Low expectations. Fun. Take did you two see, was kind of heavy. Did you see the video of Will Smith smacking dude, Chris Rock? Please, do we have to talk about this? No, we don't, but it was hilarious. It was so staged. I believe it was completely staged. Dude, QAnon all day. <laughs> this whole episode, you have been conspiracy theorist. No. I, 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 you have a tinfoil hat on right now. I don't now. want to talk about it. Why? I literally could care less. I could care less too. It's super Oscars. funny though. Um, like Will Smith is okay with people sleeping with his wife. <laughs> Right, because she's okay with it, like as right. long as because they're consenting yeah. adults. But it's someone like an open in relationship or whatever. Someone making a joke about it <laughs> offended him. This to, is why it was staged. He was laughing beforehand. Yeah, he was laughing immediately after. Yeah. I think so too. They're releasing statements yeah. like it, it was staged. I don't. I don't believe it. It was like legitimate. Yeah, because they need ratings. Yeah, somebody to talk no about the Oscars. The Oscars. Cares. But now, now we're talking about it on your podcast. You can just cut this out, dude. I wish I would have talked to you before we got on because this was literally the one thing I, I knew you wouldn't. Want, I literally I, knew you wouldn't want it on. I do not care. I know about these people. It's super. They, like, they are. They are. They live in a different world. Yeah, they 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 have no. Yeah. But yes, I did not see it. I saw it the next day. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. You know. Oh, you didn't stay up to watch the Oscars? <laughs> does anybody? <laughs> does any? Does anybody watch? Who it? does? I know. I know zero people who watch it. Oh, and so at work, I wanted to test the waters to see like if anybody was going to say anything. Zero people said anything because nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. So I brought it up, and they were like, well, "I'm not talking about that. I did see it. I'm not talking about it." Because they were all offended, just like you were. Offended about. Like even bringing it up. Like, why are we talking about these idiots? Yeah. Over on the West Coast. Like, why are we talking about no. Why are we talking Elitists. about Elitists. Why are we talking about You know what's sad is Bruce Willis was just, uh, he just uh, retired from acting. I did see that, but I didn't see Super why. Super sad. He's got like, I've, it's called, um, it was something I've never heard of before, but it's like a, a cognitive issue with your brain. It's some disease like aphoria or aphoria or 
Okay. I sound like an idiot now because I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it's like A-P-H-O-R something or other. Okay. And it's like a disease that like messes with your brain, like your cognitive abilities. Okay. So he's retiring from, from acting. So that's a bummer. I liked Bruce Willis. As le- like, like his movies. Yeah. Best Christmas movie ever made. Die Hard. Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or is it not? It is. It is. I think so too. Not it, the best Christmas movie. I, like, I shouldn't say best. the best Christmas yeah, yeah. movie. It's a good Christmas movie. Um, Yippee guy. We, yeah, we should, we should do like, we should do a low expectations on favorite cop movie. Ooh. Dude, Die Hard's one of my favorites. <sighs> Have you ever seen Heat? Heat's my favorite movie ever, actually. Dude, we're that, doing it. That and Four Brothers. Uh, Four Brothers, man. I know Four I've Brothers seen it, really but it was long, long. Mark Wahlberg is in that one. Dude, we're going to do it. We're going to do well, a what? low expectations. One of, one of our low expectations is going to be on our favorite cop movies. Heat is literally... Dude, when they change mags in those shootouts, they literally change mags. Like, pop, 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 change right. mag. We should pop, talk pop, about pop, it. Pop, pop, pop. We, need to, we need to bring Dude, it up. I absolutely love it. That's such a How good movie. How many times have you seen Heat? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I can't, like, quote it. Like, I'm entertaining the moment that I forget oh. it. And just a few things sticks in my, stick See, in my head. I, I forget most movies. In fact, I can watch a movie, and the next week, I'll totally. be sitting down with Lauren. I'll be like, oh, this looks like a good movie. She's like, we just saw that. I'm like, no, we didn't. She's like, yeah, we did. I, I literally, it, like, it's gone from my mind. Yeah, yeah. Heat, heat, I own, she, I own it. Do you really? I, I can pretty much quote it from beginning to end. Really? Yeah. What's the line where he says you always got to be ready to go? Like that line. Like you got to be you ready. You always got to be, yeah. You got to be ready to walk away. I forget what the line, what the actual quote is, but like, I love that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, those guys are bad guys. Yeah, they're bad like, guys. They're bad guys, but like, right. like those are guys we would chase, but like. Why do this, we like this it? This is the one quote. Dude, we should not be getting into this. We should be talking about this later. But this is the one quote that I thought about during the entire, and I know, I, I'm, I'm trying not to talk about COVID stuff anymore. I'm going to hate this. But during, during the whole COVID thing, where everyone's like, Dude, it's coming back. You're going to die. Everyone's going to die. Like the, the winter of death. Remember? You know, the winter of death. Dude, we made it through it. We made it through. Um, the one quote from the movie that I always that I always heard was Al Pacino. Yeah, he's talking to his uh, confidential informant. Okay, and his confidential informant is being like, you know, this stuff will get me killed. You know, they're in the club and everything, and he's like, you get killed walking your doggy. <laughs> <laughs> you get killed walking your doggy throughout COVID. Yeah, I'd be like, you can get killed walking your doggy. Why did you why did you say this to me during this? That would have like uplifted me because you know I was like in a really bad place at that point. Uh, That's a good movie. I like that movie dude, a lot. I didn't know you I didn't know you liked that movie. Oh, I love Heat. Yeah, it's a good movie. Dude, hands down favorite movie. Oh, it's mine favorite. too. Yeah, I could watch what? it over and over, dude. How I could have watch we been it. friends this long and I this never This is the first time I'm hearing you like Heat. Oh my. I didn't think I, you I would like it because you're so like, oh, justice oriented. Like those guys are terrible people. But but it's a cop going after them. I yeah. Who wins? The cop. Do they though? Yeah. He, I don't want to give the. I mean, I mean, I, I mean yeah. this movie Everybody was made saw in what, yeah. Ninety two. Spoiler or? alert: Heat from nineteen eighty five. No, no, it was ninety. <laughs> what is it? Ninety something. Uh, it was early nineties. Yeah, he wins. He wins. He wins. Yeah, he wins. He wins. He you know. But there's but, like a mutual respect there. But do you like the bad guys? No. Really? Because I like the bad guys. 
why are you yelling? Like, how I'm not supposed to edit this. And you're like yelling. You're going to blow people's eardrums out. Sorry, man. Um, you got me excited. Like, I like the bad guys in this. Like, I want the bad guys to win in this. No. No. See, that's really. Dude, dude. we got to talk. Just stop. Stop. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do a whole episode on Heat. I think what we should do is we should watch Heat together. And then we should do the episode. Or just talk about it while it's playing. Um, like, is there a way am to. Am I allowed to do that? I don't think I'm allowed to do that. I don't think you have enough. I don't think I'm allowed to. Visibility. I don't think I'm Get allowed to. Get permission. Call Paramount. <laughs> or like the, 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 the lion that roars. <laughs> Who are you again? I'm, uh, I'm Anthony Weaver. Diakonos Cops Calling. I'm sure you've heard of me. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I got 80 followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever retweets anything that I post. <laughs> Um, oh, no, that's a, that's, that's a, okay. Yep. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. All right, we're going to have to watch it because I haven't watched it in a long time. Oh my word, dude. I, sometimes I'll, I'll pull it up on YouTube and just watch highlights. Dude. I love that movie. I love it. It's my favorite movie of all that's time. Super funny. Yeah. Super funny. Heat. That's um, all right. I mean, that's, a, that's all I got. I mean, we, we, we had other stuff. We've been all over the place. Uh, I'll close it out with this. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. This is his quote. I'm like broccoli. You're going to hate me now, but you're going to love me later. What? Is that literally his quote? That's a quote from him. Um, it was uh, Mayor Adams on his tough on crime plan. So the criminals are going to hate him now. Hold on. Hold on. Don't ruin the quote. Well, you stopped. Like, what? Don't ruin the quote. Mayor Eric Adams on his tough on crime plan, which is, I, I would argue that it's very tough, but I'm like broccoli. You're going to hate me now, but you're going to love me later. Gary, low expectations, take two in the book. See you, man. It's a good time. <laughs>